Welcome back to the Successful AF Podcast with your hosts, Ashley and Fiona. How you doing, Faye? I'm good. I'm finally better. I was like on my deathbed like a few days ago. Yeah. I was super sick. We were supposed to record this like <laughs> a couple days ago and Fiona was like, no, I'm dying. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. See you later. <laughs> well, so this time of the year, I like travel a lot in general, usually for work, but this time I wasn't traveling for work and I went to Buffalo and I came back and I just was so sick and I was like Ashley we gotta skip a week yeah, I she's can't. like we gotta push this off like I'm not okay yeah. and I was like okay and then I called her and she's like horrible I was like in bed I literally couldn't get up I was so sick um but yeah I went to Buffalo last week I met my boyfriend's family which was super fun um and then I'm going to Miami this weekend so for a bachelorette party so living your best life it, yeah, if you want to say that, I'm just tired. <laughs> <laughs> also, random question: Do you play Wordle? Um, I have. I feel like, like I haven't one asked or this. two days. But you're not like a consistent no, Wordle person. I'm not. Okay, we got to change that because I am like highly I, addicted to I it. I will say if okay, so on my TikTok feed, a few people who do like Wordle like all day, like the unlimited ones, um, unlimited ones. There's ones that, like, you could just, like, keep playing. Yeah, that's not Wordle, though. No, 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 I know, but it's, like, the same concept, and, like, they'll just do live streams of it, and if they're, like, mid-guessing, I will click on that live stream and watch them, like, try to guess, and I'll, like, put in the comments, like, what I think it is, but... That's interesting. I oh, see, my God, what it's so I fun. Think, what I think is so fascinating about Wordle is that it's only once a day. Like, mm -hmm. I think that that's why it's blowing up. Like, from a yeah. marketing perspective, it's, like, so fascinating that you can only play once a day. Everyone gets the same word. It makes it, like, this competitive, like, shared thing between, like, everyone that's playing it. Like, everyone well, texts me in the morning, like, they're, like, Wordle-like thing. Do you remember that, like, app that was a couple years ago and it was, like, you had to be on at, like, they had two different times a day of games and it was, like, anybody who made it through, like, five oh, questions. HQ. HQ. Yes, yes. Oh, like, my I God. Same like thing. Kind of same, same concept, thing. Like, dude. I, I loved HQ. Well, HQ, you could I also could win never, money. Yeah, I could never I get never past, won. like, the first question. Like, first I got, or second I think question. I got to, like, six or something. Oh, my God. It was so hard. Yeah, no, yeah. I literally, it's the same exact concept of like this, like it's only happening at this time yeah. and like everyone is sharing like this experience and yes. like, that's why I think it's so successful Yes, and I've gotten like everyone hooked on it <laughs> and I w now like it's in my like habit, like I literally built a habit, like I wake up in the morning and I play Wordle, like it's the first thing I do and it's been like really good for my brain because yeah, it like I turns like my fun. brain on like in the yeah. morning and I'm not like scrolling through TikTok aimlessly, yeah. like losing brain cells. Yeah, I feel like social media is very draining to yes, scroll. Like, so through it's when nice you first to, like, wake up so like it's nice use to your that. brain yeah. and like find a word and yeah. then and then i can't like get addicted to it because i can't keep playing it yeah so i play it and then i'm done and then you walk out yeah i will say it. what drives me insane so like my boyfriend played wordle first but now we're really competitive with it mm -hmm. and what drives me insane is like he will play it and he'll guess like two words and then he'll like be like okay i'm gonna like take a break and i'll come back to it later <gasps> it drives oh. me insane because i just don't have that like mentality See, like he wants to think about it and i'm like i gotta do this in five minutes and then i'm gonna move on with my day like i yeah. cannot like sit there and just keep like like just leave it i don't know i'm really bad at word games like that because like once i get one word in my brain like i'm like i literally cannot focus on any other, like i cannot think of any other word like besides the word that already yeah, popped up it, in my head yeah but it like gives you you know once you get some letters right it like i'm helps telling you. you like i literally will get it in my head and i'm like 
like i don't know like train like i'll be like train and then i'll be like okay the r is correct train <laughs> train <laughs> like i can't cannot think just of train. any other word like once i get a word in my head like it's done like that's it i can't think of anything else yeah i actually i went out um to a bar last night and i was waiting online for the bar and this group of girls next to me oh you bet my ass was like eavesdropping no doubt but like <laughs> this group of girls they were playing this game right and it was three of them so the girl's standing there right and she's like okay um i got one go and the girls are like is it a comedy is it a romance is it a sci-fi they play a movie guessing game and the thing about like it like just with each other yes oh my god but gosh. like they're like is seth rogan in it is this actor in it is this and they're like okay um part of a series um based off a book like uh, yes i know big actors but i'm so bad with like names and like I guess like that kind of culture that like I don't prioritize movies or and like I literally was like <laughs> the <laughs> girls were laughing at me because I was like Titanic <laughs> and I could not think of any Seth Rogen in it you said Titanic <laughs> no that was just like one of them but they were like romance I'm like Titanic and they were like they literally went through like oh it's my crush and then they got one actor and the girl was like 13 going on 30 and she was like yes and i was like i would have never thought of that movie in my like um, like i could have sat here for a million years i would have never come up with that like that's so interesting though that they were just like making up their own game yes and they like the one girl was like you could play and i was like i, I am in my head i just can't keep up with you guys and You're i like just, i suck at this <laughs> i'm not gonna play <laughs> so i kept guessing oh sorry i kept guessing titanic like three different times that they were like romance it was like titanic <laughs> and then they were probably like who's this drunk girl online <laughs> that's obsessed with leonardo dicaprio because <laughs> they would say like one of them had leo it was wolf of wall street oh, but okay. like they were like is leo in it and i was like titanic <laughs> <laughs> but it was so funny because like the one girl like she was like okay romance and i wasn't paying attention because i was next to go inside mm -hmm. and they, one of the girls was like titanic and i was like are you kidding me like i've been getting she was like i did it for you girl i did it for you <laughs> and i was like oh my god but yeah like once i get something in my head it's That's so iconic. hard yeah i'm really bad at i'm really good with faces and i'm really good at with names in general but yeah. I am not good with celebrities. Like no, I can't, uh, like, I don't prioritize that in my life. Like so if it's someone like, if someone shows me a picture of a celebrity like, unless it's someone like really big, like I don't know their name. Uh, yeah. And they were saying things like, Oh, he's an intellectual, like he's obsessed with like news and like up to date, like and I'm like, I don't know that not like much about celebrities to know that they're obsessed with like news and like politics and things like that. Like, I don't I even know that much about my friends. Yeah. <laughs> like I I was like I was literally like staring at them with the widest eyes and I was like that is literally the coolest thing I've ever heard in my life like me and yeah. my friends I don't even know what we do online but like you guys are so cool like I'm paying attention to you guys how old like, would you say they were like our age yeah maybe a little bit older like okay. 25 26 okay you know but I mean, it like, seems like something a seasoned I mean, friend group would be doing. Like, oh, it's, yeah. it's not something like, like and not 21 year olds. They're like, no, they're, they're on TikTok while they're waiting for to get yeah, into the no, bar. No, no. You know These girls I mean? were like, he's my crush. Like, I'm in love with this actor. And they were like, oh, like, Leonardo they DiCaprio, also have like, to know each other really well. Like, they yeah, have been, like, no, really there were certain friends. things that like, yeah, like one girl was like, you guys should know this. And I was like, I don't know you. He'd be like, he, <laughs> he'd be like he's my crush. And I'd be like, 
Harry Styles. Yes. Literally the only person. Done. Wait, so Ashley has a story for everyone. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. So embarrassing. It's so funny. I don't even want to tell it. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> so uh, I'll tell it anyway. Um, <laughs> anybody who knows me or has been in my car, I should say. Wait, wait, wait. Pause. <laughs> so I saw a TikTok. T- did you see the TikTok I sent you today? Okay, so I sent her a TikTok today and it's like POV, getting into your best friend's car. And I literally, the girl opens a door, sits down and like she can't even like place her feet <laughs> on the floor because it's just like covered with like bottles, bottles. and like random trash like that is the definition of ashley's car yeah so anybody like she's like sorry for the mess and i'm like this is literally <laughs> like an, an issue like this is like i will pay for you to get a car wash okay so anybody who knows me knows that i literally always keep my car like this like even when i think it's clean everybody's like this is still disgusting like you need a wash and i'm like all right cool but like so i always keep my car like this and I went into the gym, whatever, was working out. My gym crush walked in after me and I was like, you know, eyes on him, whatever. Not going to say hi to him. I left and this man parked right next to me. And when I tell you, I was so embarrassed that he may have seen the inside of my car. Did you like, did he see you in the car or you walking towards the car? Like, is there a way for him to know that that was your car? Okay, so I don't know. Okay. It depends how attentive Because that would have been, like, the most embarrassing Because a few weeks possible. ago, we, like, ended up leaving the gym at the same time. So he, like, followed me, like, out of the gym. But I don't know if he would recognize my car. Like, it depends, like, how attentive he is. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, yeah let's get into, get into <laughs> Yeah, let's get into today's topic. Okay. So, guys, I'm really excited about this one because I've been thinking about this for so long. And I don't remember if I talked about this when we talked about like the New Year's resolution episode. I don't remember talking about this because I might have determined that I was going to do this or make this a resolution like after we recorded it. Because I know we recorded it like prior to New Year's. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if we talked about it. But I did make one of my New Year's resolutions this year to double my failure rate. And every time I say that to people, like, they always look at me like, you're insane. Like, what does that even mean? You're just going to, like, have a terrible year of, like, failing. And I'm like, yes, because that is, like, truly the only way to be successful. Um, So, yeah, let's, I want to talk about that today. Yeah. So, I think especially around our age, kind of in, you know, one of the reasons we started this podcast is because we definitely feel like there's a gap between this weird time of you're done with college. Do you go into a career? Do you start your own business? Like, what do you want to do? And in that gap, exactly where we are right now, there's definitely a fear of failure. And I think that goes across the board, no matter what you're doing, no matter where you are in your life, it goes like in any aspect of your life too we're not even just talking business like we're talking you know going to the gym and like failing and looking stupid like there's so many things like almost like a fear of the unknown as well along with like fear of failure like it's like you just don't know what's gonna happen and like you could think of 10 million things that can go wrong and like 90 percent of them are not gonna happen but it's just you're in that weird time frame where everybody's doubting you you feel like you're doubting yourself and you know talking about it and you know we kind of want to work through that with you guys today i think that when you think about fear of failure and where that comes from, like where that stems from, you can think back to any kind of pressures that your parents put on you 
for me personally, like, you know, why are you so afraid of failing? Okay, I'm afraid of failing because I'm afraid of failing in front of my family, you know, letting my family down for the expectations that they have of me. Um, I'm afraid of failing because I'm afraid to let down my future kids or like my future family. And I feel like just, you know, not talking future, but your current family, I feel like there's when you're starting your own business and you decide to not go the route of like a nine to five or a typical job, I feel like the expectations are so much higher because if you look back at all business owners, nobody like Fiona and I started the podcast, like nobody talks about those struggles. So it's like they just see the successful business and expect you to go in and do that overnight. And it's not realistic. It is so, you know, it is hard work to own your own business. And I feel like when you do that, the expectations from your friends and family are so much higher like than normal, you know? Yeah, it's like this this overwhelming pressure to prove them wrong or to like not fail um and I think that when you really really think about what failing is there's no the only reason that it's scary is because of the way that the world views it like collectively everyone views failure as like such a negative thing right it's like you you went for something and then you didn't get it and now like your entire world is crushing down on you and you know everyone looks at you like you're such a failure and you know you're not successful right so I think it's so interesting when you think about people who are extremely successful right they like aren't afraid to fail at all like when I look at those people it's like every single thing that they're doing they know that they could fail at but it's how they recover from it that matters yeah that matters and like that's what leads to success and that's truly the only way to like think about everything you've ever failed at or you or you know you thought you failed at whether it's like relationships you know a job you didn't get um just anything in general like you always came out stronger you mm-hmm. always learned something and and that's a thing it's like learning to recover and learn from those things as well like not just you know take it as okay I failed let me do something completely different like it's learning from that failure and how you bring it into your next venture that matters yeah and like on I've I've listened to so many people talk about failure like entrepreneurs and they talk about how if you're if you're not failing it means you're not trying enough new things Mm -hmm. and you're not trying and you're not like doing new things enough you know you're not doing things that are pushing you out of your comfort zone you're kind of just sitting in this like complacent area of your life where you're just like on the surface continuing to do like the bare minimum kind of you know and you're content with that and like maybe some people are but in in our business and in life in general I think the only way to determine if you're successful is to try something and fail at it and it's almost like process of elimination like you know, I tried this and I wasn't good at it. So I'm not going to do that anymore. But I wouldn't have known that I wasn't good at it. I wouldn't have gotten closer to what I actually wanted out of my life if I didn't fail at it. Yes. You know, and I saw a TikTok about um, a video of a woman. She was talking about how when she was a kid, she used to sit down at the dinner table and her dad would ask her and her brother, like, what did you fail at this week? And I loved that. I was like, I would love to do that with my kids because like, 
if they had nothing like he was like well then you didn't try anything new like you didn't do anything out of your comfort zone like you know it wasn't like oh what's a good thing that happened to you this week it was like it was like them being like you know i tried this and i sucked at it and you know that's something to be proud of you know it's like going out of your way to do these new things and fail at it essentially but i just think like when you're an entrepreneur and you're in that kind of mindset like you view failure as an opportunity to redirect and like it doesn't have to be like an existential crisis that happened you know it's not like your whole business failed I just mean like in terms of like okay I tried this strategy you know it didn't work right I think also going off of that I feel like a lot of people you know when you think of success everybody says like oh celebrate the small wins and I think you also need to understand that there's also going to be those small failures like like Fiona said they may not be like existential crisis but it could just be like a small thing that you're like eh, that didn't really work out like let me redirect and you know go in this new direction and see if that'll work like you need to think about how many entrepreneurs like do you think they set up their business model immediately and it worked out from day one like definitely not like there's always tweaks that need to be done like as you're climbing and growing and making your business bigger things work things don't and you need to celebrate those small wins as well as those small failures and understand like okay it's not the end of the world like we just got to tweak it and fix it and move on and like you learn from those things to bring them into like the successful part of your business yeah and it's like looking at it like if everything's just going great for you and you're just like on this uphill thing, first of all, something bad is going to happen. <laughs> happen. Or, you know, if you are having these small failures and, and tweaking, mm-hmm. then that means that like it's going to be successful. You know, yes. if you're if you're just kind of like doing your thing and, you know, your business is continuing um but you aren't you aren't failing at anything then like you're not reaching high enough in i was my gonna opinion. say I feel like, like you're not you reaching for yes you're not reaching for these like big goals you're not ever going to accomplish more than that because you're not trying to you know what i mean and like i'm almost more afraid of complacency than failure mm-hmm. and i think that's why i have such an entrepreneurial mindset because i I think that some people are like so attached to stability and comfort in their life. And I, I think that's like my worst fear. Like I don't want that in my life. Like I like the ups and downs. Like I like, I like falling and then recovering. Like that's my favorite part of life. So it's crazy to me that these people are just like comfortable with complacency and just like are prioritizing stability. And don't get me wrong. Like most of my self doubt in my life and you know, especially being at our age and like not being financially stable and like being in businesses that are completely like reliant on clients and things like that. Like, obviously we struggle with not having that stable income right now, Mm -hmm. but it's like coming to terms with the fact that I don't want that. And I am okay with being at this lower place in my life to essentially make more long-term. Correct. Yes. You know, definitely. I think there's just a lot like in both of our businesses that, you know, like Fiona said, we're completely reliant on clients and there is a lot of failure along with that. There's so many, I mean, think about how many times you've been told no, you know, I know I've been told no a lot of times, you know, and it's like how you recover from those things and what you learn from how you talked to those clients that you bring to your new clients. You know, you don't want to go into it with the same mindset that you did have because obviously it didn't work the first time. So let's bring it, let's change it. Let's figure out what we need to change and bring that into your new client. 
Yeah, 100%. Um, so I actually looked up like double your failure rate online because I was like, okay, what is like, it is like a saying. I didn't make that up myself. Like it's a, it's a common um, yes. saying in terms of like business and a way to just like reach success and improve. So I wrote down like the five things that it says um, for like the reason that you should do this. Like you should focus on doubling your failure rate. So it says failure smooths out the rough edges on our egos. <laughs> so I like, I love that. Right. Because it's like, you don't think about it like that, but like, think about all those people in your life that have never gotten their heart broken. Right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like they brought, you know, I'm, you know, they might think that they're just going to have like a healthy relationship and they're going to like succeed in relationships, you know, and, and I hope they do, but you know, 90% but, like, of the they're time, probably not, not going to, happen. but now think about like, me and you like mm -hmm. I've been in so many relationships that now like I view them so differently I've learned yes. so much from being in so many different ones and I've learned so much about myself yes and if that did not help my ego that you know it definitely did you know it gave yeah. me a rude awakening about some of the things and how I was treating them or how yeah. it, you know things like that but even just, you know, if, if people are just Especially on a constant high, even in their business, if you're on a constant high, like no one is knocking you down to be like self-aware. Majority of the most successful business owners are so humble. And there's a reason for that. There really is. But bringing it back to relationships in general, you know, there is a lot of ego hurting. I feel like when you get broken up with um, or you break up with somebody else and you do learn so much about yourself from it and you can kind of take a step back and you really feel like you're at a low point, you know, when you get broken up with. But I think it's how you recover from it and that, you know, we talk about failing, yes, but it's majority about the recovery from it. Yeah, and like leaning into that, what we were just saying about relationships, mm -hmm. like um, I feel like a lot of people, like when their relationships fail or when they fail at something, but in terms of relationships, mm -hmm. um, they're so afraid to feel that way again. Like they're so afraid to feel that failure again. I might be adding you, but I'm adding a <laughs> lot of my friends. Like I feel this way. It just in general, you know? Yes. And like what I'm honestly, like one of the things I'm most proud of is like never letting myself sit in that, in that failure and like never being afraid to well, good for you. I know. Good for me. <laughs> yeah. Great to be Fiona. No, but, but I'm just saying like, I think that the more my relationships failed, like I don't get me wrong. Like after the first one, I was like, I'm not doing this ever again. Like yeah. blah, blah, blah. And like, granted they just happened that way in my life. But yeah. in general, like, I think immediately after I was always like, I don't ever want to feel this way again. Like, I'm just not going to let myself feel, yeah. you know, but the more I, f the more and more that I failed at relationships or what you would call failure, um, the less I was scared to get into a new one because I was like, if this is the worst that I could possibly feel, you know what I mean? Like, this is the worst I could possibly feel. And like, I've recovered so many times, like I will be fine. So like, it's literally a 50, 50 chance. Like I'm either going to find the love of my life or I'm just going to go through this again. And I'm not afraid of it. You yeah. know what I mean? And I, I feel like after your first heartbreak, you truly learn, you know, personally, I put a lot of myself into my relationship. And I think, you know, failing from it taught me, like, I will never do that again. You know, so going into my next relationship, I will never lose myself in the relationship, you know, where if it was to cause a heartbreak or, you know, we're going to end or whatever or fail, you know, it wouldn't hurt me as bad. 
I as agree. the first one. And I think regardless, it's a learning you know situation it's, it's and really like, is how you recover from it yeah and what you take away from and it. i think recovering from that made you or is going to make you mm-hmm. so much more confident going into the next one because you're like okay i'm not going to make those mistakes yeah i'm not going to put him over me i'm literally like i love myself more than i ever would yes. have if i stayed in that relationship yes and that is what i mean if you never failed like you wouldn't you would feel that way that. and that's why for me it got less scary because i was like okay regardless like i have myself i love myself like exactly. what is the worst i could come out of this like i love this person forever or it doesn't work out and i'm okay with with that because it wasn't meant for me yes you know and so that's what I mean is like changing that idea of failure and like reclassifying like what you deem as failure because yes. that to me like it's not as scary you no, know yeah. getting my heart broken well you know? it's gonna suck you know what let me tell you something I was a full believer of you know I I'm gonna be with the person that I'm with like you know it's fine everything's gonna work out but i fully wholeheartedly believe now that everybody needs to get their heart broken at least once i at agree least. you need the horrible breakup where you can't get out of bed for a week like you need it i never thought i did i thought i was gonna be the one percent that worked out like nope you need it you learn so much about yourself about how you are in a relationship like you learn so and I think about, much and like it's funny because it's funny that you say that because when i think about people that have been in these like long-term relationships for so long Mm -hmm. um I always think about like there must be an overwhelming amount of fear of it ending you know even if you're in like the healthiest relationship ever and it never ends you know what I mean I am not afraid of my relationships ending but Mm -hmm. if I was only with one person for my entire life it's like who am I without that person yeah you know and like granted yes I know there are people that are in healthy relationships long term that it just like works and like I'm not saying they're not growing individually because they are but I just mean in terms of like you don't you literally just don't know yourself without that person and I think that's scarier to me than you know having so many heartbreaks and like relearning myself and just getting to a place where I'm not afraid of it they just add to my life, you yes. know? And I, so I, I think, think that's comforting. Yeah. And I think that's what I'm saying is that everybody needs to fail, have a relationship fail, and everybody needs to get their heart broken. Sorry. I agree with you. I, I, I agree with you. I will Look at you. You're a bad the- bitch now. I, you know, my mom thinks you're a bad bitch. <laughs> <laughs> my mom texts me and says, Ashley's thriving all the time. <laughs> She's not, but thanks. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, I mean, I... I most of my friends and me included like after a heartbreak it sucks you know you're at your worst but after like a year like you are the baddest bitch on the planet and like now all of a sudden you know yourself yeah and it's i don't think it's learn so much yeah and and you know seriously yeah and i i think everybody needs to fail you know i think everybody also needs to fail in their business as well to flip it on that side as well you know i technically if you want to call it failing like graduated with a hospitality degree mid-covid yeah failed at getting a job i'll tell you that like real quick like went on like we talked about you know a couple episodes went on an interview didn't get it you could definitely call that a failure and it completely changed my life yeah and like we just you know we we've talked about this before but like in setbacks and stuff but you'll just you'll never be where you are today without those like failures and I I just think as a whole we put too much pressure on the word failure and we think it's this big thing Mm -hmm. but realistically you're having like small failures every day just like you're having small wins every day but I think that's what I was gonna say is that I think you could also flip it 
you know, to the other point of saying, you know, success is such a huge word that people put so much pressure on. And it's like nobody can reach success. Success feels so out of reach at all points of your life because you're constantly setting these new goals instead of celebrating the small wins or the small successes in your businesses, relationship, anything like that. So you need to celebrate, you know, the small successes, the big successes that you've been striving for, as well as the small failures and the bigger failures that happen in your life like they're meant to be everything that's meant to be is gonna happen regardless you know what's meant for you will come it's very comforting exactly (laughs) um i'm just gonna keep going with this list that was online but we kind of touched on this but it forces us to rethink and find new ways to approach a problem which i love because especially in business like that's exactly how i felt like okay this isn't working now let's redirect clearly let's find a new strategy and like you know let's go left and that didn't work let's go right you know it, it doesn't mean you're going to find the solution right away but it forces you to change your mindset and change your idea um and then it brings us a step closer to our goals we just talked about that and then it lets you stand on the shoulders of those who are great in your industry who have failed before which i love that i love that yeah because that's like literally the whole point of this podcast mm-hmm. but and what we're talking about yes um it says it makes the success that much sweeter which is true it really does yeah um because you know when you look back when you do reach you know whatever certain level of success that you're seeking when you look back like you're gonna be like wow i can't believe i made it through that you know and that's something to be proud of not just like constantly being on uphill with success yeah you know it's never like that it's like a up and down constantly and you know, the moments that you are on an uphill climb after that failure, those are the moments that change your life. And those are the moments you're going to remember because you pulled yourself out of this like rut or like this horrible thing that happened in your business. And that's what's going to make you stronger because you're facing new challenges every day. Yeah. And I've, you know, Fiona and I talk all the time about how, you know, our lives completely changed and why we, you know, went into this business. And, you know, if anybody ever, I know personally, if anybody asked me why I went into real estate, I tell this heartbreaking story of, you know, I didn't get this job that I really wanted. And, you know, I graduated mid COVID and it was horrible time. And, you know, there's so many lows to that story to reach the high of now I'm doing what I love every single day. And I'm so thankful for everything that had happen to get to that point in my life and I think it really does make the success so much sweeter even though I'm not I haven't reached a point of success that I feel I have but you know celebrating those small wins you know celebrating those small failures is so important you know what else I think is so fascinating when I was like doing research about all this so side note when I was doing research about all this I was like full-on venting to my boyfriend about like failure and I was like this is what my dissertation is going to be when I like get my PhD because I oh my god but uh, just in general because uh, like when I think about failure and I think about the like psychological point of it or like the emotional side of it like I think it's so fascinating and I would love to research like the difference between how a child views failure versus how an adult views failure and like how that comes to be And I think it probably has to do with like when you're younger. So think about like very young, right? Like a little kid. They do not think about failure at all because they're constantly trying new things. Like to like as young as like just learning how to walk. Like they're falling down. They're coming back up. Yeah. You know, like constantly. They're always trying new things because they're not afraid to fail. That's that they recognize that that's how they learn is by like 
falling, getting back up or like trying new things, it not working, trying a new strategy. Like that's literally how little kids learn. And that's how we are taught to learn from a young age. Right. Yeah. So there's actually this TikTok sound. I don't know if you've come across it of like kids doing crazy shit, but it's like one of the things the TikTok sound says, let your kids do dangerous things carefully because that's where they'll learn the most and it's like you know kids walking on ledges and things like that or like trying to swim you know where you're around them you're watching them but you need to let them fail like and that's really how they're going to learn like you cannot coddle your children yes you know and i 100 percent agree with that mm-hmm. which goes back to kind of like the the dinner situation where he was like you know what did you fail at this week yes. but like i'm talking like very young right that's how we learn mm-hmm. how to do things um and i think somewhere along the way failure becomes scary as we get older because the idea of failure changes because it's like failure around your career failure around and i think it has to do with like how much you have at stake almost you know if you have a family that you have to support like you don't want to fail at your career because you have to support them and then it has to do with money and then it has to do with and i think everyone's like view of failure is different like what they're afraid of failing at Um, but I just think it's fascinating, like how that changes over time between like a kid to an adult and like how it, and how people like get so crippled with the idea of failure once they reach like adulthood, um, because they don't want to let people down. I mean, in their relationships too. Yeah. Think about how many people like will stay with somebody even though they're not happy because they're so afraid of like what everybody else will think of them. And that's literally what I was just going to say is like when I was thinking about failure, like just as myself, I was like, okay, like why is failure so scary? It's literally just because like, because for everyone else it's scary. You know, it's, yeah. it's because I don't want to fail in other people's eyes. I don't care if I fail, you know, like that. That's but you know what I mean? It's like yeah. you personally, like you're going to be fine, like yeah. in, in your own brain. I don't care if I fail. I don't want other people to see that I fail. Yes. And that's what's so crazy. Like it's it goes back to people pleasing. Yes. And, and like how, how other society, people view you. Yes. And mm-hmm. how society views failure in general. And. I just think that's like so fascinating because it's like I didn't even realize this until I thought about like what is actually what is actually scaring me the most when I think about like yeah yeah. and it's really just like the fact that I feel this overwhelming need to prove people wrong Mm -hmm. um in terms of being successful that also comes with like owning your own business like yeah you you announce this big thing to the world and everybody says like oh congratulations like we're so happy for you like i hope you're doing good and then every time you see people it's like how's your business doing how's your business doing literally how's your business doing like it happens to me all the time how's real estate how's real estate how's real estate it's like it's good you know hustling like every day but like, like i'm hustling every day like nothing has changed yeah you like know like working on it i'm trying my best i'm do you know i'm doing everything i can to get clients i'm getting clients but i'm just like i just feel like when people ask me those questions it brings up that fear overwhelming fear of failure and you like have nothing to say like it's yes and it's like am i failing because they're they're asking me these questions yes. and i don't have the answers and i'm not doing what i maybe what i want to do and you yes. know like and it's just like crazy that this has become like a societal norm almost of like you know which you know it also plays on like just the way that you portray yourself in society on social media like to your friends like 
you know, we need to get this job that pays this much and we need to get married at this age and have kids at this age and do all these things. And like, it's literally just because everyone says you're supposed to or like just because you want bragging rights or just because you you don't want to have to tell your friends that you're not doing those things. Yeah. And like, why? Like, why? Who cares? And it's just like, it was so eye opening to me when I like really dove into why I'm feeling that way and it literally has nothing to do with my own self-doubt like I know I'm fully capable I don't have fear of failure in my own business because I'm on a specific path that I am comfortable with but it's just like I feel like if I'm not there at the certain point that I want to be like I'm I'm failing because everyone around me is constantly on me telling me I'm not at that point yeah you know so it's just like so overwhelming Mm -hmm. and I completely understand why people feel that way because I'm feeling that way right now Mm -hmm. in life um but yeah just stop asking people what they're doing (laughs) like ask me (laughs) about like my favorite food (laughs) like I just don't want to talk about it and like it's you know I just feel like it's like a constant you have to be portrayed a certain way and you know we're in like these networking groups right And I wake up in the morning and I go on my networking calls and trust me, I love it. I love talking about my business. I love like getting to meet new people that are potential clients and, you know, sharing the same mindset as people. But like, I feel like, okay, that's my professional life. And like, I'm okay with them asking me those questions, you know, in terms of that. I feel like it's also a little bit different because you have the same mindset as all these people. Yeah. And, you know, you didn't come to the last week because Fiona was on her deathbed. Um, (laughs) But one of the questions this week was, what's your biggest obstacle in 2022? Like, what is one thing that, like, you know, it is, it's so hard in your business. Like, let's talk, you know, niche, like, what is wrong in your business? And, you know, you try to come up with solutions for other people, but, you know, there's only so much that you can do to help like sometimes like it is out of your control and there isn't much that you can do you know where uh, I had said that one of my biggest obstacles is I feel like I'm going on a lot of client calls meetings things like that but nobody's ready to pull the trigger and do a deal right now like they're all seeking information for the future and that's one of my biggest obstacles. Like I feel like I have a lot of future clients, but I don't have a lot of right now clients, which in real estate is very practical because everybody, you know, gets a meeting and then doesn't decide to sell for a couple months anyway. So very practical, but there's not really much I can do about that, you know, where I can't force them to sell their house if they're not ready, you know, and it's very niche. Yes, but that's one of the biggest obstacles in my life. And, you know, hearing that all these other small business owners have their own obstacles in their businesses, you know, one of them was talking about the market right now because he's in he's a financial you know, advisor and talking about the market and how hard it is for, you know, him talking about how hard it is in his business to try to sell what he does. You know, another person was talking about insurance and how the rates are changing. So come, you know, the next financial year, he's going to have to tell all his clients that, you know, the rates went up for insurance. And there's not much that anybody can do, but it's just something that you go through in your business. Just like I'm going through things in my business, you're going through things in your business and it's not something to look as a failure. And I really like that they viewed it as like, what's an obstacle that's going through? Like, yeah, I you like know, that word obstacle. Yeah. Like, because majority it of these feel small extreme. failures, like you said, people put so much weight on the word failure. So when we talk, what's the biggest obstacle going on in your life? It doesn't make 
make it seem like, oh my God, like you're failing. Like it's just obstacle feels like, like it's just, you got to get around it. Yeah, exactly. It feels like like something that you know has a solution Correct. where failure feels like something where you have no idea how to get out of it. Yes. Um, That's so interesting. Yeah, I, I think for you it's really hard because we were talking about this before, but like a lot of your business is very out of your control. Like mm-hmm. you you do as best as you can, but like if they're not ready to sell or buy, like that yeah, doesn't help you. You know, one of the things that my mentor constantly says is this is the biggest purchase of people's lives. Like that like what does everybody do after they get married? They buy a house and they settle down. And you have this mortgage for like the rest of your life. Like it is the biggest purchase. It is a life-changing purchase. Whether you decide to stay in that house long term or you stay in it for a couple of years and move on, like usually people are buying with the intent of this is my dream house. Like I'm going to stay and raise my kids here. So it is a big decision for these people you know you you can't I can't take my job lightly so that's why like I don't I don't mind going on appointments and meetings and showings and things like that even if they're not ready to actually pull the trigger right now because I know eventually they will you know everybody eventually needs a place to live yeah and I think it's it's so interesting because I think a lot of the people that you know are so young and especially in this market like uh, like I'm not ready to buy I know when I'm ready to buy I'll tell you but you know what I mean it's like uh, and it's uh, most of my friends are like oh yeah in two years in one year like in a couple like yeah I have a lot of future clients that's what I mean but (laughs) but you are but that's what I mean it's like in your in our mind we are content with that or we try to be content like I'm trying to think okay these are small wins you know these are small steps every day that I have reached out to this person Mm -hmm. and they are a future potential client yes yes secured in other people's brains when I'm telling them like you know all they care about all they care about is the closed deals they don't care about all of the work that we put in behind the scenes to get to that point and that's what's so frustrating and it's like you think I'm failing because I'm not closing deals as if that's the only part of my job. And as if like, I'm not working my ass off every single day, networking and reaching out to people that will potentially need me in the future. And that's all the behind the scenes yeah. work. That's and just as important. I feel like it's almost the same thing for your don't business understand as well. It. Oh, I agree. Yeah. And that's why it's so comforting being with like on these calls with these other people who get that. Because mm-hmm. they're like, okay, well, you did this this week. You might not have closed a deal, but you did all these things to lead up to a closed deal in the future. And yes. I think that's success. Where like I'm telling my friend from high school that they don't know what I do like they don't understand it or they work a nine to five like they're getting a paycheck regardless cool yeah but and even you weren't there but it was you know what what is your biggest obstacle and then it was you know president's day was last week so it was like what did you do on the holiday to better your business and I had said you know I finally got my link tree set up with like my websites I have specific links for like searching for homes or selling your homes that like are specific to me and they were like that's great put it in the chat can't wait to check it out like can't wait to look at your website that's so important blah 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 meanwhile like I was just like I need to get this done like I need to do this and like great it's done okay yeah and they were like that's great and it really goes to show like oh you have to celebrate the small wins along with the failures like you really do it it'll just make everything 10 times better like I didn't even realize like I was just like, I need to set up my website. Like, whatever. I need to get my link tree set up. And they were like, this is great. Oh, my God. It looks so good, Ashley. And I was like, wow. Okay. Like, 
pat on the back yeah. like it does look good you're right like thank you like, yeah and it's comforting know? to like have other people around you like With patting you on mindset. the back okay so the last thing i want to talk about so um i was i started reading this new book the mountain is you you probably heard of it i know mm-hmm. you said you wanted to read uh, it like, yeah it's on, it's on my list. list um and they talk about fear of failing in the book right so it says the fear of failing is often something that holds people back from putting in the work they would need to to become truly great at something but it can also take another more insidious form once we have established something new in our lives this fear can come up as a constant irrational worry that we're missing something like if your partner's being unfaithful or that like you're one step away from losing it all right so like it's like you're shielding yourselves from like potential loss and like you have this constant fear of failure right so then it says there's a difference between failing because you're trying something new and daring and failing because you are not showing up doing the work or being responsible for your actions oh i love that um these are two very different experiences and should be separate in your mind so like i feel like that was very eye-opening for me because um i feel like when like when you start to have these like doubts that you're like gonna fail you have to look at all the things you're doing that are going to make you successful, you know, and like appreciate those things. Like all the things we were just talking about, how we're like still working towards our goals every single day, even though we're not maybe closing deals, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so like, that is clearly the difference between, um, failing and just because you're not showing up. But I think, I think that also relates back to how much weight you put in the word failure. Yeah. You know, like hundred percent Fiona and I are working on our businesses every single day and something may not work out. You could consider it a failure, but we're twisting it and changing it to make it better for our businesses. And it's not, I don't know. I don't, it is a failure in a sense, but I don't put so much weight on those types of failures. But then, you know, you put a weight on a failure of a relationship that, you know, you're not having communication. You're not showing up with that partner every single day. You're not talking through your issues, you know, and that's a completely different type of failure, you know, and I love that. So essentially, like just to wrap this up, like I just want to remind everyone and like a reminder for myself too, is like, truly the only way that you're going to fail at something is if you give up yeah like that is the only path of if you are just choosing to stop working towards it stop working towards a goal just completely give up on something then you'll fail obviously that's inevitable yep but if you are working hard towards something first of all you're going to reach success in some form of it you're going to reach Reach those goals. goals And if you do have failures or setbacks or obstacles along the way, they're not failure because you did not give up and you're going to recover from them and keep trying after those things happen to still reach that overarching goal. You know, it's not failure to give up. Yeah. And if you are doing the small things every single day, working towards those goals, you like me, you know, before today, I, I typically don't really like to use the word failure. I like to wor- use the word obstacle or, you know, other words where I don't really view them as failures. Like I view them as lessons and, you know, what can I take away from this and bring into the next part of my life? And it's it's not so much a failure or a failed, you know, situation as much as it is a learning experience. And I think it's really, you know, if you're putting in the work every single day and something happens, you know, don't view it as a failure, you know, 
Ter- it was meant to happen. View- it was put in yes. your way for a reason because yes, you're. You it is like, what can I take away from this? Yes, exactly. And just don't be afraid to try new things yeah. out of your comfort zone because you're afraid to fail at them. Mm-hmm. You know, if you try something new and you fail at it or you just aren't good at it, that's, that's okay. okay. You like, know now. You know, like, like, for example, just to wrap this up, but like I went snowboarding for the first time like last year, right? It took me five hours to go down this mountain and I did not get it until the end. And I'm telling you, like, if I was on a shorter... I'm terrified of snowboarding. Well, if I was on a shorter (laughs) mountain, like, I would have given up. Like, I was just like, I can't do this. Like, I'm not good at it. Like, you know what I mean? But, like, I was like, I'm going to have a growth mindset. I'm going to... I have to get good at this because otherwise it's going to take me literally forever and there's no other way down this mountain besides me getting it and just, like, clearing surface area on the snowboard, right? And that was like such a big learning experience for me because it was like, I was just constantly recovering. Like I would fall and I would get back up and fall mm-hmm. and get back up and like, and that's all that. And matters. guess what? At the end I could do it. And it was like, oh my God. And guess what? Like that's one of the best experiences of my life. Even if I never go again, I'm so proud of myself for trying it, failing and learning from it. You know yeah. what I mean? I will go again because I had fun and mm. now I probably will know how to do it better. But just in general, like even if I never did it again, like I'm so proud of that experience and it was so eye opening for me. Yep. So, yeah. Let's I don't have any up. experiences <laughs> like that. I hate snowboarding. <laughs> I hate skiing. I'm actually well, petrified. No, no of you it. do have one experience like that. You went parasailing. <gasps> right. I did. Yeah. I, oh, God. I had so you, a but, fear. It's, but that's not something you can fail at because it's out of your control. Well, I was terrified right? that the cords were going to cut and the but, wind but was going to take me off into the distance. But it's not like something that you had to like do. Yeah, but it's also something I would have never done. Like that yes. is something that is so out of my comfort yeah. zone. I would have never in my life actually done it unless the girl I was with was like, no, 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 you're doing this. Yeah. And I was and like, yeah, I guess I don't have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's wrap it up. All right. So remember, don't put so much weight on the word failure. Try to recover from those failures and learn something from them rather than, you know, sulk in them. You know, don't sit in your failures. You know, get yeah. like Fiona said, get back up and just keep moving. And as long as you're putting in the work every day, there is no way you're going to fail. Yeah. And don't get so hung up on societal norms and things that like pressures from other people in your life or pressures from social media about reaching a certain point at a certain point in your life like it doesn't mean you're failing it just means you're on a different path than everyone else and that's yep. okay um and I have to keep telling myself that and eliminate self-doubt. I think everybody does yeah because it, it is like a lot of pressure and, and then I you also just constantly think, it, think you're not where you're supposed to be and I think it's I think it's a lesson everybody needs to learn like you truly have to go through something where you feel like the biggest failure to recover from that and be like well that was actually one of the best things that's ever happened to me you know I learned so much from that yeah I think it's it really is how you recover from it but I think everybody needs to fail or at least get their heart broken at least <laughs> once in relationship yes. sense but I completely agree everybody needs to fail at something once in their life to learn something to recover from that and really learn how to pick themselves back up yes I completely agree all right so on that note Thank you guys for listening to this episode. Um, we hope you really enjoyed it. This was like a topic that I'm really passionate about and felt the need to really talk about this week because I've been dealing with it a lot. Um, and I'm sure Ashley has too. Of course. Um, so we really hope that it resonated with you in some way. Um, make sure you follow us on social media at 
Successful AF Podcast on Instagram and TikTok and join our Facebook group. Um, and we'll see you. I don't know if we're going to have an episode next week, but we will see you next episode. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs>